Hey guys, it's Melissa with Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about a couple of things. The first thing is making sure that you are keeping your thoughts positive. I know I've been th talking about that over the past few days in different ways, but I really wanted to mention this to you because as I'm recording this, and I know you always get it a day later, but as I'm recording this, it's December 12th. And December 12th, which is 1212, is a very powerful energy portal. It's a highly, highly charged transitional day. So you can expect sudden transformational life shifts. There's a numeral, numerological activation code that goes along with 1212, and it carries a frequency of positive and major change in soul alignment. So it's a powerful gateway that moves us closer towards feeling empowered, completely loved, fulfilled, and blissfully peaceful. And so it's important at this time then to keep your thoughts positive because it's a really good time for manifesting what you want. And when we focus on the positive and we focus on gratitude, then we're able to open up to receive more of that. So this uh, vibration, it pulls us into a natural flow. So we no longer push against what's not meant to be. Our challenges become fewer and we gravitate toward healthier people, situations and places. So if you're starting to see old patterns of behavior falling away, this is why. Um, this is the time for us to release those things that no longer serve us. And you may see that happening in your life. You may be seeing that your thought patterns are sh shifting and changing and you're no longer being negative. You may see that because those changes are starting to take place. Old debris that needs to be cleared out is clearing out. And I just cleaned out my basement last night, so this kind of makes sense to me. You know, I'm trying to do a lot of decluttering myself. I have to do that every once in a while. So it's a good time to really get rid of what is no longer serving us. But keeping our thoughts positive, it can be tricky sometimes when negative things happen, but we have a choice of how we're going to react to it. And going right along with that is making sure that you are communicating effectively. And I say that because we're getting ready for the holiday season and anytime you have the holidays, you have lots of parties and get-togethers that you have to go to, and it could be for families, but it could be for work. We usually just have a lot of holiday parties and gatherings, and so the more of those you go to, the more chance there is to have miscommunications, because that happens, it especially happens with families. So I want to talk about some tools or some keys for better communication. And I've noticed this myself, like I've had some miscommunications with people in the past couple of days. And in one of the situations, it was really just that. It was a miscommunication. I was saying one thing and not realizing how it was coming across to someone else. And when that person actually just pointed it out and said, hey, look, when you say this, to me, this is what this is how I read it. This is what it sounds like. And it's especially easy to do in text messaging. You know, you can't read the tone of someone's text. So when you're in a hurry, and that's me frequently, I'm 
on the go or I'm trying to quickly send a text because you know I'm busy or because I'm in the car or whatever I'm at a stoplight and I don't want to text and drive but you know if I'm sitting in a standstill I might reply to something really quickly and when I do that I'm not thinking about how my text is going to come across I'm just thinking about okay I just need to get my answer my message out there and then when I go back later and look at it I'm like yeah you know and I could see why somebody might take that as just being very impersonal or you know that I was indifferent not because I was but just because I was I, I can't do the whole voice to text thing for me for some reason my phone does not understand anything I say and I don't know if it's because I have the two keyboards I have a German one and an English one I don't know but there's something about it it doesn't work very well for me okay, I hope you guys can understand my podcast because apparently my phone cannot understand anything I say so I can't do the whole voice to text thing. It would be great if I could. It would solve a lot of problems. But I can't. So I'm trying to quickly type. And I'm not good at that either. So it just comes across totally the way I didn't want it to. So that made me want to talk about communication and trying to be better about communicating. And that goes along with staying positive because we don't want to sink down into those negative moments. And sometimes when we have miscommunications, that can really cause us to have a bad day, and you don't want to do that. So these are some tips for helping you to communicate better. And one of the things that you can do is just to model the kind of behavior you expect when you're interacting with people. So sometimes, I don't know if you've had people in your life like this, but I know I definitely have. When you communicate with someone and they become upset, instead of just continuing to talk in a rational manner, they just have an outburst and they just start screaming. And um, I will admit that growing up, that's kind of what happened a lot for us. And so I have to fight all the time not to be that way. And sometimes I fail at that, but most of the time... I'm pretty good about not, not having an outburst and not letting my emotions get the best of me, but that was not always the case. But you have to be able to model that for other people and you know, say we're going to talk when you can talk respectfully because, especially with children, when you have a disagreement with your children, that's really hard to do, but really, really necessary and you need to practice it. Because when you start getting into the emotional side and you just start having an outburst, you've completely shut down the communication and there's a wall built and now nothing's getting through. So it totally defeats the purpose. It's not going to get you anywhere and you're going to be at a complete standstill. So it's not a good idea to scream at people or have outbursts because it doesn't do anything to help. Another thing is that if you do have a disagreement with someone, it's important to try to repair it you're not always going to be able to resolve the issue. You know, we can't 100% resolve an issue sometimes where everyone is happy in an agreement. And that just happens. And sometimes you have to give and sometimes they have to give. But if there is a dis disagreement, it's important to remember that just because you disagree with the person's idea or thought or whatever, it doesn't mean that you don't like that person. So you need to apologize if you need to you know if you are the one who created an outburst or whatever if you owe an apology make the apology um, hugging them or laughing with them after the after the fact you know just 
helping them to remember that, you know, just because we disagreed, it doesn't mean that we can't still get along in the future and it was just a simple disagreement, we can move on from this. The other thing to take into consideration is that you need to value other people's opinions. I can tell you from experience that in one conversation I had with somebody one time, it was an ex, I felt like I wasn't being heard. Like I was listening to that person's side. I didn't agree with the side, but I was still trying to make an effort to listen. But I felt like I wasn't being heard and that whatever I said wasn't even being taken in. Like the person wasn't even remaining silent long enough for me to even get my side out. And that's very frustrating. And it just seems like, why am I talking? You don't care. And you already, like, you, you don't care. And you've just proven that. So same thing, you need to be mindful about making sure that your partner or whoever you're talking to, that their opinions are valid and that you value them and you, you want to know what they have to say, even if you don't agree with it. And remember that you are only in charge of you. You're 100% responsible for your 100% of the communication. So you can't control what other people say or do. And the other person is not in charge of you. You're the only person in charge of you. So you're not going to necessarily try to change their opinion because you can't do that. Only they can change their own opinion. You can present them with facts to support what you're saying, but they're ultimately responsible for their part of the conversation and you're responsible for yours. So try not to say how you think they're feeling. You know what I mean? Like listen to them and you can express how you're feeling, but let them be responsible for their own ideas, their own feelings. And then trying to practice non-defensive listening. So when you're listening defensively, you're waiting to form an attack and you're already ha you already have a counterpoint in your mind. That's not how you want to listen. And when you're in an argument like that, no one's going to win because you're both constantly trying to figure out how you're going to counter that person's response. And there's really no compromising there. It's just blaming and pointing fingers. And so nothing gets done there. But if you try to practice listening non-defensively so that you're just listening for the sake of listening and then when you want to form another thought or opinion and then you express that, but just listening for the sake of okay i'm listening for what they're saying and now i'm trying to come up with my own counter to make myself sound better that doesn't do anything positive i mean you're just then it's like you're in a standoff and you are battling back and forth and there's no winner there but if you can just listen and listen to what they have to say without trying to form your own opinion and trying to come up with a response but just listening and actively taking it in and then giving yourself a moment to then respond. It does a couple of things. One, your partner feels like that they're being heard because they know you're actually listening and not that you're trying to sit there and counter them. And two, it gives you a chance to actually hear their side of what they're going through and what was their opinion. Because when I did that, I kind of switched that in the middle of the conversation, not even realizing that I was doing it. But I had a big aha moment because I was doing the other kind of listening where I was just waiting to respond. Like I was chomping at the bit to respond without really taking in what that person said. And then I read my text 
without, like I gave it time, I read it, and took a moment not to respond, but just to actually read it and see like what what would this sound like? Did I did I come across that way? And then I went back and read it. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, I did come across that way. And that's not exact. That wasn't what I meant at all. So then I had time to formulate a response of, you know, look, I I realized that when I texted you back, it sounded like I was indifferent, and that wasn't the case at all. I was just in a hurry, and I was trying to respond. And I, what I realized is just by simple choice of wording, which is what it came down to, at, at word choice made it sound so much different. And with texting, that is so, so critical because it is really easy to misconstrue meaning and, and tone in a text, really easy. So if you have major things to talk about, avoid texting if you can. Really try to do those conversations in person because through text, it's really difficult. And then someone has your words written down that they can come back and use against you, even though you didn't really mean it that way, so it's just easier to have those difficult conversations in person or on the phone and not through text. And going back and double check your text, I mean, it's hard sometimes because you're, you're looking at it, you know how you meant it, but then when you send it and someone else reads it, that's where that miscommunication comes across, especially if you have a different communication style than the person you're talking to. So just some things to think about, especially as you go into the holiday season and you're showing up at family events. We don't always get along with our family, but um, we can make things a lot better by just practicing those simple listening skills and keeping your thoughts positive. Remember, the holiday season is all about enjoying the time together and enjoying the break and taking time out for yourself. Don't make it stressful. Don't make it something you dread, because it doesn't have to be. It should be something you enjoy doing. You know, if you don't have a family you enjoy spending time with, but you still have to spend time with them, you know, go pop in, spend a little time. But remember, you are the most important thing. So if you don't want to stay there for a long time, just go show up and then leave. And then spend that time on you, because you deserve that. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to take care of yourself. You don't have to worry about always doing what your family wants you to do because when you tell them yes, you're telling yourself no. And there's no written rule that says you have to spend every waking moment of the holiday season with your family. Yes, it's nice to see them, and if you enjoy that, great. Spend that time with them. But if it makes you miserable and depressed, don't do that to yourself. Yes, you might need to just show up to see your mom or whatever, but you don't have to spend your whole holiday feeling miserable and upset if that bothers you. If you can make your own holiday traditions. There's no written rule against that either. If you feel like staying home and spending holidays with friends, do that. Do what makes you happy. That's what it's all about. So don't get stressed. Take care of yourself. And I hope you have a fabulous holiday and you don't have to worry about all this stuff. I hope you guys have an awesome family and you can't wait to spend time with them. But if that's not the case, take care of yourself first. Well, as always, thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a fabulous day. If you're interested in Reiki or in my new program, A Purposeful Pilgrimage, check out my website for details. You can get in at any time. I hope that you will share my podcast if you know people you think might benefit from it. Leave me stars, feedback, reviews. I appreciate all of that. 
I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm sending you massive love and light, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.